Welcome to Indie Beauty Radio with your host, Rachel Whitaker, founder of the Indie Beauty Delivers community. Hi, hello everybody and welcome to episode 15 of Indie Beauty TV. Uh, my name is Rachel Whitaker, and I'm the founder of the Indie Beauty community, which is a cool little place where beautypreneurs like you can hang out and network and learn and share ideas with fellow um, entrepreneurs from around the globe. I am really, really excited today about this episode. One, because the topic that we're talking about is really close to my heart and that I'm very passionate about. Uh, and secondly, because I have a guest. You can see that I've got a guest and I love it when I've got a guest. Although, as you know, I get a little bit nervous about the technology, but fingers crossed we'll be, we'll be good today. Um, I've got Melissa here today, Melissa Kimball, and she's the founder of um, Awake Organics. Um, we're going to be talking about sustainability and zero waste and how as an industry we can meet those challenges. The reason Melissa is here is because she is hot off the back of launching her own zero waste packaging, um, zero waste packaging scheme, um, which is um, called the Zero Waste 500 Club, isn't it, Melissa? You bet, yeah. Excellent. Well, I am... I mean, all I wanted to say before we get really stuck into it is that I was at In Cosmetics Global last week, uh, oh, at the beginning of the month, sorry now, gosh, yeah, beginning of the month. One of the topics which kept coming up continuously um, was sustainability and was zero waste. And it was referred to a little bit as a trend. I, I don't want to refer to it as a trend because this is one of the biggest challenges that as an industry and as a, as a global population we're now facing. And I think every founder, this is why I get quite passionate about this subject, as founders, we have such a responsibility to do our bit. And if we all did our bit, it, it's, it, it adds up to being you know, quite a big bit. And as independent brands um, and solo entrepreneurs, we don't have the big budgets. We don't have the huge teams that those bigger brands and bigger companies have. And it can feel really daunting to understand and work out and rise to the challenge of how we can manage these things within um, within our business, which is why I've brought Melissa on because she's done this in real life. Um, so this is a Facebook Live, guys. I can see people are joining us live. Um, do say hello in the comments box. I love to see who's there. I can see Corin from Osco's already there. Um, but anybody else who's joining us, do say hello. Um, I will give you a shout out. And if you've got questions for Melissa as she's speaking, just pop them in the comments box i'll see them and relay them on to on to melissa so i guess that's enough of me to get us started melissa it would be really cool if you could give us a little bit of an introduction to you and awake organics and um you know why the sort of sustainability and zero waste is such an important thing to you and the values that your brand has Ah, well, thanks for having me on today, Rachel. Um, well, I'm Melissa. I'm the founder of Awake Organics, and we make natural skincare and natural deodorant, essentially for people who are avoiding the more sort of controversial chemicals that um, are in our personal care products today. Um, the people that love our products are very conscious consumers. They're sort of they're thinkers. They aspire to the zero waste lifestyle. Um, and I'm essentially looking for ways to serve them. So that is 
basically the crux of the business right there. <laughs> and, and how long have you been established as a business, Melissa? Yeah, so we are in our third year. Um, and I will say that in the first year, uh, it was a very soft, let's call it a very soft launch in. I actually didn't know if anyone would buy anything. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it was just, it was, a, I was testing the waters basically. So we incorporated properly a year after um, once we had a bit of success with our very first product, which was a natural deodorant. Um, and uh, it's been kind of like whoosh, ever since. Oh, cool. So let's have a look then at this, uh, the sort of the sustainability and zero waste. Um, it's obviously important to you personally. It's obviously very, very important to the customers that you have. But I, what I would really love to find out, and I think what the guys would love to find out is, how, how did you go about, how long did it take you to come up with this idea? How many different ideas did you have? How did you settle on this idea? Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was something that I worked on in the background of everything else. And so I think it probably took longer to actually materialize than maybe I had originally planned. Um, all in all, it definitely took me between probably eight and 10 months and then a very quick month at the end of long hours and late nights to actually uh, make a program that people could, you know, follow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it took a little while, but um, I think, yeah, it's, it's, it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. So, tell us what your program is. So I think this is really interesting, um, and and sort of, is it is it was it your first idea, or, or or have you worked on lots of different ideas to get you to the to the actual scheme that you've launched? So what, what basically happened was um, once we had of success, so in, I suppose in, the, in 2018 was when we started gaining some momentum. And that is when um, customers just started contacting me on a regular basis asking if they could return their jars. Like they, they wanted an alternative. It was actually causing them discomfort to put the jars into a recycle bin and they, they wanted me to tell them what to do. Like they wanted to send them back. They wanted, um, well, do you have like a download that I can, you know, and I can repurpose. And so that was the inspiration behind it. In, and I, you know, I really related to that anyway, because I was experiencing the same feelings every time I would finish whatever it was. And that would go and put it in recycle bin. Mm. Um, I think, there's a growing consumer mistrust at the moment about the recycling industry in general. Um, you know, we've all seen kind of like the videos on Facebook or YouTube of, of uh, you know, children with no shoes and giant piles of what is supposed to be our recycled goods, um, but it's just, it, you know, in massive piles where they live. Um, and, and then, of course, there's the issue of mass manufacturing, too many emissions. I mean, it's all adding up and people are feeling a lot of anxiety. They're feeling quite angry. They're, they're actually, a lot of them have reached out to me and have felt, um, you know, what I interpret to be as almost like grief, like a feeling of deep sadness. Mm. And so I really felt like I had these, I had this um, insight, I guess, in a way, like, 
I could feel it myself. My customers were asking for a solution. And I just thought, well, how, why don't I just give them an alternative? So that is, that is kind of like what inspired the program. The program is essentially like a beauty refill service. So it works, it's a, it's a packaging return scheme. Um, it works like I, I uh, send them an, an order and it comes with a prepaid postage label. They then take out the new bits, they pop in the old jars, um, and then they use all the original packaging that I've sent over. And they pop on the label and they just send it back. And it comes back to me through Royal Mail, which is, you know, arriving daily anyway. Um, and, and, it just, and then I can refurbish the jars and they basically go back into the cycle, into the system. So it's mm -hmm. a circular packaging model. Um, now, how how that all came together was quite a lot. Like it, it sounds simple, and it is. It is actually simple. <laughs> but finding what what the, my customers were really valuing in order to create that simple program was what took the bit of time and the research. So it just meant talking to them, you know, answering the emails in like a real way, like a real person, you know, um, how would you like to see this? And mm. can you give me some ideas? Um, I went into quite a few Facebook groups that were more like ethically minded um, consumer groups and also just in business groups as well and I would post my ideas and kind of where I was at and I would get loads of feedback and that was super helpful because um you know what it, what it helped me realize was that there's the element of the I will call it like the feel-good factor of oh, okay I'm sending this back and so it's not going to be chucked in the bin and it's not going to be recycled and so I'm doing my part for the environment but also <clears throat> I'm really really busy and you know like why am I going to spend my five minutes or ten minutes that I my only ten minutes of the day that I'm spending on myself why am I going to do that and you know and put this thing mm -hmm. in the box and blah 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 so I learned that I needed to make it um rewarding on another level as well. It's like the double mm. incentive, right? Mm. And it works It works great because the customer <clears throat> will earns reward points, which they can then spend on their next purchase. So whenever they send me back the jars, I can then reuse the jars and they get points for the next purchase. Like it's, it, in order for this program to be sustainable as a business, it needs to work, it needs to be mutually beneficial between mm -hmm. me and our business and then the customer. So it was kind of like a balancing act in figuring out how to put those pieces together. Yeah, yeah, I understand. It's, it, it's, quite, it's quite tricky, isn't it? But the fact that you've gone out and canvassed um, for opinion is, is an amazing way of, of kind of building something that you know people are going to like when you when you put it out there so so they they return you recycle it's prepaid they also get these wonderful um, points which build up and does that give them a discount then when they when they purchase further products from you yeah exactly <coughs> so, uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> that might ring and ring and ring hold on <laughs> we never get away without a phone call or something going on. <laughs>
speaking. I'm really well, thank you. Um, I'm actually just in the middle of something. Could I pick this up with you later? Great. Um, how about after five? Yeah, that's great. Okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, Rachel. <laughs> I've had many things in Facebook Lives before. I've never had a, I've never had a live phone, uh, phone call. So this is a first for me. So well done. That's absolutely brilliant. See, at least it's not the technology going wrong. So for me, no. honestly, I'm like, wow, this is cool. Everything's going really well for me at the moment. So that, so that's brilliant. So they, so they make up some points and then they get to take that offer and, and therefore receive a discount yes. when they come back. So it's exactly. um, zero waste, but also it, you know, it is mutually beneficial. It does encourage repeat customers and loyal and loyalty for you. It, it is, and it does, and it, that is actually essential because there is a financial cost involved in this program. And so, yeah. if I was going to be um, if I wasn't going to somehow recover that, it would be really difficult because I would be continually, you know, it would just be continually chipping away at yeah. the cash flow that we need as a growing business to keep innovating and creating products and, you know, expanding and trying to make them available in more places. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's not, it's not a hundred, it's not like a philanthropy. Philanthropical, I can't say it, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, effort it is, however, it needs it must be mutually beneficial. But yeah. I mean, I think that is a great approach to it, and yeah. I know that my customers very much appreciate that, so mm -hmm. it's win win. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, that, and that's an interesting um, point that you've raised because. I think one of the hurdles that many of the indie brands that I certainly work with and that, uh, that you know, one of the hurdles is the expense of it. So, so when you look at the expense of it, you've obviously got the return mail costs, which you're absorbing. Right. Uh, you've obviously got the reprocessing and I was going to say rehabilitation. I'm, yeah. I, I'm not good at words of, your, of the jars to use them again. And yeah. I assume you're using some kind of software to manage the, the, the kind of points process. Yes. Yes, we are. So, I mean, in terms of the technology that we're using for the whole pro the whole, the program as a whole, um, there isn't a lot because there's essentially like a an Excel spreadsheet which tracks what's coming in and from who, so that then that's personal. That I w you wouldn't necessarily need to do that, but I think it's good. You need then you know what how many jars you've recovered over a year. You can calculate how much of an offset in terms of CO two uh, that that produces, um, and then there's but it's very simple. So everybody knows how to use Excel. There's probably other more. Um, complicated things you could do for that but I mean yeah mm. um, and then I wrote down actually a list of <clears throat> a few different um, rewards software programs so it depends very much on your uh, platform so like whatever your website e-commerce platform is so like WooCommerce or Shopify or I don't know what the other ones are actually um, what, so they run on different Mm. platforms so it's not they're not there's not like a one size fits all for everybody and also it depends on your budget because um if you want something that's really sophisticated um and has like 
maybe tiered programming, um, tiered reward system, or um, more ways to reward your customers, um, you will typically have to spend more money. So, you know, mm -hmm. it depends on how much of um, how much money you'd like to invest in your program. Um, but here are some a few ones. Okay, there's WooCommerce points and rewards, Beans, Sumo, Gratisfaction, Swell, and Smile. And those were the ones that um, came up most when I was researching uh, for for our program. So these are software packages or, or apps that bolt onto the back of uh, your web shop, which will help you to manage this kind of loyalty, kind of points-based system. Exactly, like like a plugin, essentially. Yeah. Here. Yeah, great. Yeah. I will. I will put. I will for, for those of you who are watching now, and for those of you who are catching up on replay. I will list all of those out in the uh, comments below, so that you can go and have a look at those, and I'll put some links in. Um, but I think what you just said, actually, Mister, is 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 so um, sort of. It makes me feel like this is possible that more brands can do this. I was thinking, gosh, there must be a, a big system behind the scenes and, and, and it must be quite difficult to set up. But what you've just said is you can make it certainly when you launch as simple as you want it to be to get things going. And you can mm -hmm. potentially grow that and adapt that um, and change that as you're going forward. But actually, the, the obstacles that many of us think are there to put this kind of scheme in place aren't actually there if you go in on, on a reasonably basic level. Exactly. So I think the work is at the beginning when you're trying to determine what your customer values and tying that into the program itself. Yeah. So um, because you have to be quite intentional about that. Otherwise, mm -hmm. it's not really going to work because you won't have anybody buying into the idea. Mm -hmm. um, so it does need to be that's that's the part that takes the time and that's what took like I said in the beginning I had you know eight or ten months or something of all this other stuff and then a month at the end to like actually build it out um, uh, what else was there I mean we have these little um, so right well there's the, the Royal Mail part as well so mm -hmm. um, that's very simple so it's essentially like a free post uh, count that you need um, it's amazing, like in the UK, I don't know if they do this in Canada or not. It's the mail system over there is, uh, you know, everything takes a lot longer and is a lot more expensive. Over here, you have this incredible opportunity because, um, you know, it's, it's not that expensive to send something. It arrives right away. Um, and you have all these neat little products uh, like free posts. So you basically just sign up for an account um there's a like an annual a small annual fee of like 100 pounds plus VAT, i think um and then on top of that you're going to pay for every uh returned package so i what you do is you create your free post label um it's a little bit of time going back and forth with royal mail to do that it's not hard at all and it takes a week mm -hmm. um so you create your little free post label and it's there and it's your template and all you do is you print it out every time you want to send one out. You don't get pay, uh, get charged every time you print the label. You get charged every time a package is delivered to you. So you're, you're charged per service. Mm -hmm. um, and you can be very selective about the service that you want to use. And, you know, there's everything from, you know, like, 
so what is it second class no signature there's so many different levels so you you have flexibility there as well that can work with your um pricing yeah when you're budgeting that into your costs um and you know and then you just basically need to create something that explains how to use the program that's mm -hmm. easy so that when a customer opens their package they just can see what to do and, and it's simple and um and then you know these they come back in the package that so, like i'm perfect to reuse again <laughs> i mean no nobody's done anything to them there's no fingerprints i mean they're so you just end up reusing that you so there's there's a lot that actually you know that i didn't really think of but actually um a lot of stuff is being repurposed and reused and it's it's really it's quite cool it's quite cool Oh, excellent. We've got we've got quite a lot of people who've joined in and some comments. So I'm not going to ignore them, uh, ignore them any longer. Um, so Ellie's here and she's saying that, um, uh, that, that it's really great that you're out there doing that. Some some of the brands say one thing, but behind closed doors, they're doing another. And it's great to see a brand out there who's actually standing up and, and actually making this happen. That's cool. Um, and uh, I think uh, she's also laughing at my package rehabilitation. <laughs> I think it's going to catch on. <laughs> phrase. Uh, Nicola joined us. Um, now, actually, yeah, I'm just going to take this on. So we've got um, a, a question here from Herbal Earth, but I'm going to come back to that. Um, come back to that in a second um so this program that you've set up is working um on online this is with your b2c customers yes um so i just want to talk about how you are sort of how they're receiving it and how the education part is going because i know one of the one of the things around these sorts of schemes is the, that you have to talk about them you have to get them out mm -hmm. there and why wouldn't you i mean this is something to be like super proud of um, and it's such an important thing so it has a marketing element to it as well and i just wanted to see how you are sort of putting it out there how your customers are reacting to it so I launched it. How did I launch it? I think I just uh, sent an, a newsletter out to everybody. I sent one or two at least um, to, to let them know that it was live. And then again, you know, this is how it works. And then, of course, whatever the order comes in, um, I send out the instructions with their order. So they can't really avoid... Uh, they can't avoid it. I've just, I'm just like sticking it in their face. <laughs> but um, I, you're right, because the hardest part is getting people to know about it in general, like other people. And I think that's where the idea of, like the concept of sharing this idea is so, so important. And it's why I wanted to come on and talk about it. Because this idea works better when other people know about it. Like, other businesses can can follow this circular packaging model and then their customers will learn hey oh i didn't even think that was possible wow like you know even a little business like like you is doing this well what about the, the bigger ones you know it makes people think and imagine a different sort of possibility of a future of like how we're all consuming and reusing and I think without without people talking about it, sharing the idea, 
that's just not, it's not going to really take off mm -hmm. the way that it could. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I've, I've answered the question. <laughs> Uh, well, no, I totally agree. Uh, I think one of the things that you were also saying, and that's why I'm, I'm I'm delighted that you're here sharing it, because I think what you've what you've managed to do is show people that uh, that it is achievable. It's even for startup brands um, and independent brands who don't have huge teams and huge budgets. It's actually perfectly achievable. Um, you can make it mutually beneficial and I guess there's also an element potentially of attracting new customers because you're doing something so bold and so different and so important um, and there, you know there's obviously a marketing element there of bringing new customers in if you're sort of using you know your social and your marketing channels to get to get this scheme out there yeah I mean that and that was your original question wasn't it how are you getting it out there and yeah so social channels for sure um, talks like this yes i mean it's it you have to market the idea or else it won't go it won't take off so i mean and i don't feel guilty about that in any way because um you know it, like i said before it has this in order for it to work it needs to be mutually beneficial and in order for it to work other people need to know about it so mm -hmm. it's just very simple yeah Absolutely. No, ab absolutely. Yeah. And also, uh, I have to ask the question because I do know part of the answer already, but you are seeing some interest from the press on this and, and you're being picked up by the press. Yes. Um, yeah. So that was quite a surprise. Yesterday, I discovered that I was in a Forbes piece <laughs> and which has been out since the 16th of april <laughs> yeah i was uh that was pretty cool um I've, I've had a few different people contact me actually about it so there's probably more on the way um and i think that's that is very neat um i think sometimes you know like as a small a small business as an indie entrepreneur there's this, there's always, and especially I know for me, I struggle with this all the time. It's probably my number one challenge. And that is like coming up with some ideas, but, but then almost talking myself out of it. You know, like the, the stories that we tell ourselves, well, it's, it'd be too expensive to do that. Or, um, you know, I don't really have time or, uh, you know, I don't know where to start or other people will just copy me, you know, like th these are the things that keep that keep that roll around, but actually just ignoring all of that for a second and just stepping outside of that and just recognizing that you kind of have to just push past those, those little, I don't know what you call them, fear bubbles, mm -hmm. fear of like a total flop, <laughs> mm -hmm. like, like I've just wasted it a year on this program and it's just gonna like crash and burn because nobody cared that's that's it right right there probably yeah but, but actually you know people people want to care about this stuff yeah and they, they want to see somebody st somebody stand up who's like them just a person not a big conglomerate not been in charge of 
you know, at the head of government, just mm -hmm. somebody who's like a mom and a wife and, you know, has to pick up her kid from soccer soon um, and saying, you know, actually, I think I can, I can do something to help this situation, you know, and, and sh just sharing that, mm. that idea, I think. Yeah. It's really I powerful. Yeah, I could, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And and it's and it was wonderful to see um, a, a sort of you know a, a magazine like Forbes pick it up because yeah. it's you know, and if there is other stuff, and that's the sort of wonderful publicity that you're not paying for. Uh, it's wonderful marketing that you're not paying for, and it's going out to a lot of people. So it's it's I think you know well well done, and it just goes to show that this is something which is on the minds of everybody at the moment. It is such an important. Uh, top challenge for us and this was the thing that came out in cosmetics a lot it was it it wasn't people talking about it it was people saying this is a challenge and we have to take action mm -hmm. um at the time for talking about it and saying oh yes we need to do something about that and wouldn't it be good if we could do something about that that time's gone yeah. and there were there was some really sort of uh bold uh, sort of clarion calls uh, to wake uh, you know people to shake brands up really and say, please, if we all do what we can as an industry, then we're, we're in a much more powerful position. So it's great to see magazines and, and industry press and journos and things like that picking up on that. So I, I think that's really positive. Exactly. Yeah. And also, um, just imagine for a second, you know, if, if all the small businesses that were using, let's just say, glass jars decided to give this a go for one year our packaging i mean i've set like a fairly modest goal because i didn't know exactly how many people would really get on board so i just did a percentage of our annual sales in terms of units sold mm -hmm. and so i came up with the number 500 and that's why it's called the zero waste 500 club so 500 jars come back to our business that I've calculated based on the energy expenditure to make one jar based on the weight of the glass, that that will actually um, reduce CO the CO2 emissions that would be produced by four, almost four and a half tons. Wow. And, and I'm just, you know, yeah, that's quite, it's quite a lot. Like another way to think about that is that's the equivalent of four acres of forest absorbing CO2 for 12 months oh my goodness i mean i mean it's huge isn't it and that's it, uh it and is, that's that's 500 jars that's only 500 jars yeah, that's 500 jars wow when you so when you start dissecting it and actually looking at like the real yeah. value of it it becomes not only is it like a total no-brainer but it really gets you excited about the idea of people that take like finding the courage to take this on, even just to try it. Mm. And mm -hmm. because every, every brand will be different and we'll have like little challenges and we'll have to, maybe this won't work a little bit that way, you know, finding the route, like the path to success about for it, for the program. But mm. I think we have to start, like you said, we've got to start now because um, if we just keep saying, you know, well, I'm I, not me, I'm too small. What am I going to do? nobody's going to do anything so i mean you we really have to start now so that in 
a year's time, I have collected the data. You know, I know what has worked, what was didn't work at all, and I can pivot and make changes and make it better for the year after that. Mm. So, and and I think you know, and then also more and more people will know about it. Customers will tell; they love to tell the story of this. It, it's you know, yeah. they're talking about it. More people will start to it be, will become um, a normal idea instead mm. of kind of weird and like how would that work yeah and then once it's normal the bigger companies will have no choice but to start working this into their framework yeah i think as indie beauty entrepreneurs because we are more nimble and we are smaller and we don't have to go through this huge chain of command to make you know make a decision about something Mm. that is a total advantage and we should be using that yeah, no, absolutely. Great. And I'm, I mean, I'm just thinking of everybody who is sort of in the Indie Beauty Delivers community, for example, all of you, all of you who have launched or are launching imminently, if you had something like this and all of you were doing 500, that's, yeah. that's phenomenal. See, then as you can as, imagine the yeah. multiplier effect. That's phenomenal. And I think actually what you've also done there is really key, Melissa, because you've made it real. It's all right talking about, yeah, we recycle stuff and you send it back and we recycle it and we send it out. Um, but where the, where the magical bit happens, where the bit where we all sit back and say, I feel really motivated and inspired to put my own scheme out there. Or as a consumer, I feel really motivated and inspired to take part in this scheme is when we hear that just 500 jars makes such a massive difference. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that's a wonderful thing to be able to, to talk about for sure. Absolutely, for sure. So this is going out B2C. Um, I know that you also have worked with some retailers. How are retailers dealing with this idea? Do they want to get involved? What What's the feedback from them? Um, so I haven't really had any yet because the feedback, well, the, you know how it goes with <laughs> feedback and retailers. <laughs> yeah. It's a little time delay, um, and we just launched. Uh, but so so I don't know is the answer. I just don't know exactly. Are, are have, they? Sorry, are they taking part? The retailers are they? Are are they accepting return? Is it is it sort of rolling out to them, or is it staying really with the B two C? So I would love to see that take place at some point but I feel like before I can really um approach them with this concept I need to make it work for us Mm -hmm. first so that I can Mm -hmm. prove that it is something that will bring a customer back Mm -hmm. and um isn't going to take a bunch of time from their staff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I need to I need to still you know that's why I'm it's a pilot project for 12 months because I'm yeah. still learning all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's really key. Um, so what, but what I have done is um, any, within the UK, anyone who buys a product that we make from a shop, they can still go to our website and they can still download the same printed um, label as anyone else and they can send it back to me. The only thing is that they won't obviously have the box and everything already from, you know, an, an order that I've sent out. So um, they have to come up with their own their own little packaging 
it. But I mean, if it's there, the option is is there, and I and I do hope that this will be something that I can introduce once I have more data, really more yeah. hard evidence, right? Like I need hard yeah. evidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You do with it. You do. You do you with do. a retailer. You need to be yeah. able to, um, because even retailers with hearts, there are some out there. Even retailers with hearts, they very much. It's got to be again that mutual uh, yeah. relationship. So it's got to bring customers back into their store. It's mm -hmm. got to bring new customers to their store because mm -hmm. it's giving them that that kind of edge. Um, so yeah, you have to get 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 that sort of data. But it'll be really really interesting to watch this unroll. I think and and really uh, interesting to see how the retailers get involved um, as well that could be very yeah. interesting oh, indeed I'll posted <laughs> uh, so okay I'm just checking comments um, oh so we've got um, Shauna um, Shauna Gallagher's come in and she's saying that she has customers return bottles to her as well um, but it can be really labor-intensive to clean them do your customers clean them or do you ask them to clean them before they send them back well I do it does say like I, I do need them to uh, rinse them out and make sure they're dry because um, as good as Royal Mail is if it takes its time getting to me and arrives full of gunk and mold or something like that I'm not going to really be able to reuse it mm -hmm. very you know so so I do ask that they um clean it out however that's not that's not then ready to go to the next customer anyway yeah. so um well actually one of the questions my husband asked me when I was talking about this in the first place was like well how on earth are you ever going to find time to wash 100 extra jars <laughs> Um, and I, it was just so obvious to me because I was like, well, I'm, I'm sanitizing and sterilizing every single jar anyway. What's the difference of mm -hmm. add a few X? Like, I, it's really, there's no difference to me whatsoever because yeah. every jar that is filled with anything is completely and utterly painstakingly, you know, scrubbed and, and sanitized mm -hmm. so it you know yeah and i suppose you're not dealing with all 500 at the same time as well, well exactly <laughs> exactly when it goes up to a thousand or 500 a day or 500 a week that's going to be a bit more of an issue but well it's, uh, it's... i mean so the thing is but see we're we're washing we're getting through those jars anyhow so it's just it's the rate of output that yeah. is increasing not really the it's it's not the rate of input that matters it's the rate yeah. of output yeah so um Makes you know sense. we're we're doing like a heap all mm. the time mm. and um i'm actually fantasizing about uh commercial dishwashers <laughs> <laughs> like i have a deep fantasy for one of those i'll tell you <laughs> i can i can <laughs> that's, that's on my list that's on my list for um equipment <laughs> in investments for 2020 yeah, absolutely yeah. yeah um yeah oh so before we wrap it up i just wanted to ask uh really if you could offer just what what advice would you offer everybody who's going to watch this video um about how to start and why they should start to do something like this well okay so it, this is important because uh you know, we're at the point now where um, CO2 is a big issue. It's a big issue where we live. I mean, look at London, 
the what's it called the ULES. I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but the um, ultra low emission zone where you cannot drive in central London because the CO2 levels are too high. You have to pay a tariff. You have to pay a special fee. So the people living and working and you know walking around there are breathing in this air that is a problem today. Never mind parts of the world where it's worse all the time. So this is the future, right? Like this is, it's not going to fix itself. It's only getting worse. And we need to be more conscious about the amount of stuff that is being manufactured. We, you know, I mean, I think I've I hope this program is going to demonstrate that we can have, you know, that we can make it, we can chip away at this, at that level of CO2 emissions simply by reusing some packaging. It's just mm. quite simple. And I think, and I think it's going to work if enough businesses get on board and enough people start to talk about it and, and they want to support that. And, and I think they do. Um, I think in terms of advice on getting going, I think, you know, programs like this do take time and, and money. Um, there's a cost associated. There's, there's a cost, there's, you know, time is money. Um, and also there is a cost. So I think if you are starting out and, um, it's really important to get your pricing right because, um, you need to have margins that are healthy enough to support your projects, whatever they may be. Um, you know, for me, it was, it's been this, it's, there have been a few, but this is the latest, like, and there probably will be more. <laughs> um, so you need to make sure that your margins are healthy enough to, so that the money doesn't limit your ideas and control mm -hmm. what you can can and can't do because mm. you can't afford it. <clears throat> I think that mm. that can like stunt, stunt your creativity actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that the, the, your, the, the program needs to be really rewarding for you and your customers. So you have to do the research to determine, you know, how you can keep, be, how it can be sustainable for your business and also how um, getting to the, getting to know your customers really well so that you can understand what they value and will um, actually want to be involved in and put their time into as well. Mm. Um, I think try to make, make it as easy as possible mm. too, just because, you know, we're all busy and nobody, nobody wants to learn any more stuff. <laughs> right. Um, and, uh, and just like, don't don't be afraid to try something that's a bit different. I'm not the first. I, this is not my original idea, right? Like this isn't. I didn't invent this. I'm just standing up, going, yeah. I think I can probably, you know, do something with that, and I think I can probably tell some people about it. And that's actually quite scary because then you you know you risk like looking kind of crazy sometimes which I know for me is always what I'm worried about at the end of the day because sometimes I can be and uh, but you know it's just kind of pushing past that self-talk where 
you you talk yourself out of doing it because mm -hmm. of whatever reason. Oh, I won't mm -hmm. make a difference. It's too expensive. I don't have time. You know, like all those things because you mm -hmm. don't want to really put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's just, that's the biggest advice, I think, is just yeah. to like, well, get the idea, have the big idea, whatever it is, and, and share it because like, we need more good ideas. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And I don't think any of the ladies who've joined us today think you're crazy, by the way. Um, I've had some, had some lovely messages coming in here towards the end uh, from Nancy at Herbal Earth. Thank you, Melissa, for your inspiration. Um, Ellie is saying, thank you, ladies. That was great. Um, so I hope what we've, I think, yeah, I think I agree with you. I hope what we've managed to show today, uh, Melissa, or you've managed to show by coming on and being, being my guest is that this is achievable and we can all do something. It's not as big. And and it's not as scary and it's not as expensive as you might think um, it's all about designing a service that uh, matches your customers expectations and yeah. needs uh, and making it worthwhile to them but also making it worthwhile to you mm -hmm. um, it is it is mutually beneficial there are options to grow your customer base get more return customers get publicity there's all sorts of things that come off the back of it the most important part of which is that just 500 jars yeah i make such a huge difference to us totally hit the nail on the head there rachel because you're right the your first motivation for some this type of a program shouldn't be the money and the customers because Customers that like this kind of thing are so switched on and smart. They will see through that in one split second. Yeah. You need to really actually feel it yourself and understand and relate and want to make mm. a change, Yeah, I think. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. Well, thank you very much for joining me. Now, I know I haven't ignored some of the questions that came in right at the beginning, um, but they were largely around uh, recommendations for sustainable packaging, which isn't what we were talking about today. But um, I am working on having some guests in the not too distant future who may be able to help us out with that uh, real packaging element um, because I know so many people so many of you talk to me about this all the time and how challenging it is um, so I am doing some work behind the scenes on that and I should be able to bring you something um, that will help you in that area in the not too distant uh, future um, so thank you very much for, for joining us, Melissa. You are, you are always an inspiration. You oh. always say things. Uh, I've had the pleasure of working with you a number of times and you always put things so succinctly, so openly and so honestly. And I, I really do appreciate that. It has been absolutely wonderful. Um, so guys, this was episode 15 of Indie Beauty TV this year. There are 14 before this. If you've missed any of them, they are all this good. Um, so just go back down through the facebook feed and you'll find them very soon i will be able to offer you them all on youtube it's all getting very exciting here um so very soon you will be able to find them all on youtube as well so you can catch up and you should be able to in the next few weeks find them all as a podcast as well um so it's all getting pretty exciting um, as i said at the beginning if you're new to the indie beauty delivers community you can find me in my facebook page here where you are now in my facebook group indie beauty rocks over on instagram indie beauty delivers and go sign up for my weekly very 
private email blog. It's really, really worth it. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I will put links to Melissa's website in the notes below here when I've finished. Plus, I will put links to all of those wonderful packages that um, uh, Melissa mentioned that can help you run these loyalty programs. Um, and um, I'm sure, Melissa, that you'll be that you're around. She's a member of the Facebook group, and obviously, you can contact her if you've got any any questions. But thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank, thank you for having me. Oh, it's been wonderful. It's been absolutely wonderful. And thank you to everybody who's watched live. Thank you to everybody who is watching on Catch Up. Loads of indie hugs and love. See you soon. Bye. Bye. The Indie Beauty Delivers community is a place for beautypreneurs across the globe to network, learn and share. You're invited to join in on Facebook, Instagram and sign up to Rachel's special email group to receive weekly blogs packed full of expert tips. Visit IndieBeautyDelivers.com to sign up.